Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Talk Photo, the the podcast about landscape, nature, and everything else related to photography. I'm one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me is Jack Graham, as always. Good good morning, everybody, from the Pacific Northwest. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on what time you're listening to us. Could be evening. It could, but for us, it's uh, oh dark early in the morning. Um, you know, bright and early, the work never stops. That's for sure. That's so true, this is true. this is uh, episode five, and we've got a great role going. If you didn't hear last our last podcast, it was a great interview with Bill Fortney, a legend in the photo industry. So go back and check that out if you want, and we always encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. We're up on all the major services, you know, Apple, Android, Stitcher, Google, whatever it may be. Um, So yeah, click subscribe and get every single one of our podcasts. So Jack, let's go ahead and uh, jump into this thing, and uh, we've got a couple of things we want to cover today. And first off, let's just talk about some of the latest happenings going around in the industry. Well, let's see. Um, I guess uh, for me, um, Fujifilm has finally updated their camera remote. Um, It's an app that you can download off uh, off Apple or Android. And... uh, it was okay, but they really improved it uh, a lot. So if you have the old one and weren't happy with it, give the new one a try. It, 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 it's it's a big, big step forward um, uh, in, in, in that uh, off-camera remote system. Um, it'll allow you to do everything from use your camera as a cable release to... Uh, to uh, via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, uh, send pictures uh, to your family, or even print them on one of the little Instax printers that Fujifilm makes. Yeah, yeah, uh, very cool. I tell you, um, you know, since I switched to Fuji years ago, I have not had the need for a cable release because of that app. I've just I've used that instead of a remote cable release. Yeah, it, but the new one that they really they really made streamlined it and really improved it. So if you had a bad experience, uh, make sure you download the new one. You know the other thing, um, this little XT30 that they brought out. I I, I don't have one yet. Um, uh, I'm going to have one. I hope soon. Um, when Fuji, uh, like the other manufacturers, you know they they fill their uh, orders and back orders before they. Uh, get our our gear sometimes, um, and uh, this little camera has been getting amazing reviews. It's uh, got a, a list price of uh, eight ninety nine, I believe. But you know, it's both B and H and Amazon are running. Um, you, you can buy the camera with either the twenty three f two lens. For ten forty eight, I believe, which saves you three hundred dollars. Uh, Being ancient, um, you can buy it with the thirty five f two lens at nine ninety eight, and that saves you three hundred dollars. And you can even buy it. Uh, I think Amazon uh, has it with the eighteen to fifty five, which is no slouch of a lens. Uh, 
I've, I've, I love that lens. It's not, not the, it's not as fast as the 16 um, to 55, but it's a very sharp, very, very good lens. And you can buy that camera with the lens for 1329. And it, 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 it's like getting that lens at half price. So there's some great deals on that. And it's, this uh, camera is just for the price uh, might be the best value per, per, per dollar of any, um, any digital camera on the market right now for what this, what this does. It's, it's a good deal. So you're looking Oh, Jack, just to add something to that, too, you know, the 4K video recording that's in that, if you have thought about shooting video or doing so and you want a second body for video, that camera has gotten so many amazing reviews on the video quality that uh, it would be almost a no-brainer to pick up one. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's a, I think it's I think it's the same video that said the X-T3. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I'm sorry, the, the X-T3, yeah, and... Uh, if you want, I, I happened to be up at uh, Olympic National Park last week for a day, and I shot about a 45-second little video of the ocean uh, making that noise when it recedes over the rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. It's up on my website. If you go to uh, com and look on top where it says videos, it, it, it's right there. And if you listen to that sound, it's, it's one of the greatest sounds in the world. And you can see the, the quality of the video. It's amazing. It really is. I, I need to start getting into a little bit more video like you, John. So. Yeah. I mean, I was out uh, I was out of the Oregon coast over in Yahats last week and shot a lot of video of the waves, spouting horns, just a lot of wave action. I'm thinking about doing some slow-mo stuff with it um, in post. So, yeah, shooting video with the X-T3 is amazing. Um, great quality yeah but the other thing i haven't read the article yet i just saw it this morning um the tonight show and i don't know which what what night it was because i don't watch it but the tonight show shot a whole segment using a uh samsung phone (laughs) (laughs) and and evidently nobody nobody uh could tell the difference. So I, I need to find out what that is. I, I hope that's not a sign of the of the future, but it's pretty pretty wild. Well, it, yeah, those phones are getting uh, quite incredible in their capability. You still got to take the photograph. Yep, you do. It's that 12 inches behind the camera that really matters. Yep. You know, yep. the, the, the one little thing that I saw yesterday is uh, it was up on Facebook. Fuji Rumors. It was a little video of a tour in the Fuji manufacturing facility. Yes, I did see that. Which, you know, I was I watched that, and that took me back to watching a few other videos. I've seen some videos of the Canon manufacturing, how they put together the 500 f/4, and I tell you, if you watch those things, it really gives you an amazing appreciation for the time, the effort, and the engineering involved to make the equipment that we use and oftentimes take advantage or take for granted. <laughs> you know, it was a great little video. If you, anybody wants to see it, it was on yesterday's uh, edition of Fuji Rumors. 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd encourage you to all just go out to YouTube and, and look for lens manufacturing and, you know, give it a watch. Get a little bit educated about the gear and, and uh, it'll give you a new appreciation for what you have in your hands when you're out shooting. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to take care of your gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's that. So, yeah. Well, anyhow, you know, um, today's topic for our podcast uh, is I'd like to talk with John a little bit about um, the business end of, of what we do, uh, the business end of being a full-time um, photographer. And uh, it'll be easy to, uh, John, it'll be easy to put the, the podcast notes up since I think we both just did a recent article, not, <laughs> not knowing we both did it together, quite interesting, um, on our blogs uh, about this. And, and you know, it's something I think that uh, everybody who is attempting to get into the uh, photography business uh, needs to think about when they do and even before they do because it, 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 does, uh, it does change your your life a little bit in terms of uh, your your photography. Uh, how, how you how go about you know your photography and 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 your days and nights and weeks and months and what have you. So, um, you know, I'd really like to just really talk about that because it's really important. I, I see a lot of folks who want to get into the uh, the photography business, whether it's uh, selling prints or art fairs or whatever, or leading workshops that be, it's evidently become the thing these days. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time, but I, I, every day there's a new name I see pop up, which is okay. Uh, but, you know, they are great photographers, and, 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 and some of them are really great teachers, great shooters, but they're not business people. And if you're not going to pay attention to the business and you're going to have a big problem, a big, big problem. For sure. You know, being an artist doesn't mean you're a business person and vice versa. I mean, there's a lot of great business people that have zero artistic talent. And the, I think those that succeed marry those two, um, you know, artist, teacher, and business person. Those are like the three qualities you need to be yeah. successful in this business. It's 100% uh, correct. Um you know, but, you know, before we get into that, I, I, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to suggest two things for everybody. Um, figure out what you like. Uh, if it's teaching, then try to get in the workshop area. If if it's uh, if it's printing and um, being visible in the art fair community, then go for that. But, you know, find find something you really like to do and it's going to make your life a lot easier. And number two, um, you better check your ego at the door and don't get consumed about being famous or rich. <laughs> because, uh, you may end up being both, but if you get consumed in that, you're going to fail. And, and, you know, I tell everybody, just get good. If you get good at whatever you do, you'll be found. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Good. 
just get really good at what you do and and provide a great value and 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 you'll be found just like we find plumbers electricians you know uh whatever get good and you're going to be found yeah i mean the cream the, the cream definitely rises to the top and it's uh you know, those that chase fame and fortune generally end up with a, a hollow or a shallow, I don't know quite quite what the right word is, but, you know, if you're true to yourself and you perfect your craft and your passion about what you're doing. Get good. Um, yeah. Just get good. Yeah, exactly. You know, get good. If you're a great athlete you can't believe me you're gonna get found. you're gonna get found there's no doubt about it anyhow um you know i i i get asked a lot uh about um you know what 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 do you need to do to to to, to start a business uh in photography and i think a lot of people don't realize what goes into it um <clears throat> i was i was very lucky in the beginning uh uh to uh, have done some work again with bill in the great american photography weekend uh company that he had and you know i was uh inspired and learned uh sometimes um it wasn't so pleasant but <laughs> i learned you know watching guys and ladies who have made it in this business, uh, people like John Shaw and Galen Rowell and Art uh, Wolf and all these folks, uh, you know, Bill had as star speakers. And, you know, I got to watch how they went about their business and talk with these guys. And, uh, I, you know, I was very lucky to do that. And I think that if you're going to want to become a workshop leader or whatever, find some folks who are successful in this and, and and you'll be surprised they've either written something on it or they're they're available to pick their brain on it and it's be a good thing to do uh, rather than just going into this blind and and uh, you know hope, hoping it comes to you you've got to go find out how to do this um, for sure you know and I for for me Jack I think. I could be old school, but the concept of apprenticeship is is one that I think is really valuable in this industry is finding somebody to apprentice with to to sort of learn the ropes um, yeah it's it's tough though you know because let, let's say that you're uh you know um you're forty years old and uh for some reason you know you found. Um, maybe you found that you're a great photographer and, and all of that. And maybe you got downsized and don't have a job and now you're forced into doing something. And sometimes when you're put in a corner, you're going to work uh, a little harder. Um, and, 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 you know, but, but you have to understand that you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be able to make a living. Um, it's a process. And it takes a lot of, it, it does take some time. Um, but yeah, hang out with people and get to know how they go about their business and what's, what made them successful, you know? Mm-hmm. And today, you know, I even, even people like Guy Tal and Michael Gordon and, 
and David Cobb and some of the some of the really great workshop folks that I know. Um, you know, we talk, tongue sweet, we talk, and we talk about how we do things and what are we doing and how how are we doing it. And you know, it, it inspires me and keeps me keeps me going. You know, uh, um, you know. Um, you know, uh, the the um, hardest part sometimes is to figure out what you're worth, you know, and and you don't want to give away uh, your value. But on the other end, if you're pricing yourself out of the business, you're going to have um, some problems. So the first thing I would do is figure out, you know. What what am I worth? You know, it's an old saying: your house is worth what somebody wants to pay for it. Mm. You know, um, and that that might be a, a good good thing to start with after you figure out exactly what you want to do. You know, yeah, and it's it's kind of hard to figure that out for yourself, but there's enough people doing this that you can get a ballpark based upon your experience, the product you're offering. Um, you know, how long your workshops may be, that kind of stuff. So, you know, trust your research and uh, and you can find a decent value for what it is that you're going to be doing. Exactly. You know, when I first started selling prints many, many years ago, started doing the, the art show circuit, I it took some friends of mine in the artist community to convince me of that fact to charge um, – a good price for my prints because I was undervaluing everything because I undervalued my work and and my artistry and what it took and it was only through their urging that I started putting fair market prices on my prints and not undercutting stuff and and then when we transition into the workshop stuff it's that same rules kind of applied is is fair market exactly um, I, I don't you know I actually don't um, I, I'm a workshop leader as most people know it I I sell some prints, but I don't uh, I don't put prints in my business plan because <laughs> for me it's too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I can't count on you know I'm going to sell five prints this month or ten you know I can't I can't count on that. So any any of my print sales are just like uh, icing on the cake. I don't I don't uh, I don't get into that. But you know I do put a lot of time in. Um, you know, the one thing I think that you'll find for those of you who are maybe new to the business, I think you're you're probably finding that you're spending more time in your office than you are in the field. Yep. That is that can be frustrating, but that's the nature of the beast. And if you don't put the time in, um, you know, you're 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 uh, you're in deep trouble and. Uh, you need to be prepared and organized and you can't do that, you know, when you're out shooting and there's an old saying, you know, when you're, when you're in your office, you're making money. And when you're out of your office, you're spending money. And, um, if you're don't have the money coming in yet, uh, running around, um, uh, spending money is not a good, thing to do no and now you know that was kind of the gist of my blog post the other day was was i was just reflecting on how my shooting has changed over the last couple of years and how i used to go out and shoot for myself it was a hobby i'd spend money i'd travel around and go take all these pictures and really get a lot of enjoyment out of it and 
Oh, well, there's Lewis from Fujifilm. And wait, there's a phone call. (laughs) You know, and then, uh, but these days, it's, you know, I don't go out and shoot unless there's a potential for money. Um, You know, whether that's scouting a location, working a project or a job, um, or I'm already out doing something else, I will shoot. But it's kind of changed a little bit how I've, how I've approached and my productivity throughout the year for how many images I take. And, you know, it's a, it's just a real shift in, in your photography. You know, if you used to shoot 10,000 frames a year, if you're, when you turn pro, if you're sitting in the office doing the work like you should be doing, you might not get that many. Yeah. Well, you know, I I think on the other hand too, um, I think, you know, you need to, as a, as an artist, I think you need to get out maybe a little more, uh, and, 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 you know, don't worry about, um, you know, maybe don't take that trip to Europe, but maybe take the trip to the Oregon coast like you did last week. And it's, it's good mental health and we're photographers, but it's what we do. And, uh, you know, I got I got officed out last week, and I just needed to get away for a day. So I drove yeah. up to Olympic just for a day, and came back the next morning, and everything was good. But you know, uh, you know, I think you need to you need to get out and don't get consumed with uh, you know everything you do has to be uh, oriented to making a living. But one year. You know, you're just getting your feet wet. Uh, unfortunately, it, it, it kind of does, you know, and and uh, we all went through that. Um, you know, it, it literally took me 10 years to the point where my my business was consistent and producing uh, a, a, a steady income. Um, it, you know, there were probably the first three or four years where I didn't make any money and then I broke even a little bit and then uh, things just kind of uh, took off. Uh, fortunately, you know, I, I, I got really uh, busy in workshops when the internet exploded. Um, prior to that, there was no internet and uh, I couldn't afford to advertise an outdoor photographer. Right. So, you know, I mean, I, it was tough and, uh, you know, I, I remember, um, I was sending, uh, little postcards out about workshops and for every thousand that went, you got about two or three out of that, maybe four or five. I don't know. Not many. Um, but it, it was totally, the marketing was totally different than it is now, you know, mm-hmm. but I do aspire to that 10,000 hour theory. Yeah. For Malcolm Gladwell. Which yeah. is, if you do the math, I think that's 40 hours a week times 50 weeks a year times five years or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So let's let's touch real quick on kind of the the other business aspects of, of being a professional. I mean, what what are some of those things that people, you know, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff that people may not appreciate or, or understand – how much work is involved in being a professional? Well, I think, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that's a great, a great place to start. Uh, the first thing I would suggest to people is that they really get good at Excel or QuickBooks and have a system of 
keeping track of what's coming in, what's going out, and, uh, you know, uh, keep track of your purchases for your tax situation. Um, you're going to need to get a, a federal tax ID number that they call an EIN number. You're going to have to get a state business license. Uh, and you're going to have to get some insurance. Um, you know, uh, I, I'll just talk as a workshop leader. Um, I have to have a fair amount of insurance that the national parks and the federal lands require. Um, and, you know, you need to be able to keep track of all these expenses because if you do make some money, you can deduct a lot of it. Uh, of course, you have to make money before you can deduct money, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. But, you know, uh, it's one of those things you really have to pay attention to. Yeah, lots of bookkeeping, lots of organization, um, paperwork, just paperwork oh. in general. Please. In fact, on, on, my, on this article I did on my on my website, I actually took a photograph of my iPhone of the stack of paperwork um, from last year that the national parks required. And, um, you know, they all acquire a permit and a certificate of liability in certain amounts. And it's endless, endless yeah. And, and, you know, even if you don't work on uh, national lands, you still have the basic paperwork of invoices, expense reports, um, order forms, you know, all that stuff that you generate in working with clients. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, for those of you who are not workshop people um, and are, uh, selling images maybe to magazines and what have you. Um, there's something called PhotoQuote, and it's made by a company um, called, uh, I think it's made by a company called Craddock, C-R-A-D. I don't know how you spell it. My spelling is really horrible. Um, no. But at any rate, it's called PhotoQuote Pro 7. I think that's what they're up to. And what it is, it's a, uh, it's a database of what the current, um, you know, what people pay for uh, direct mail images, door hangers, everything, flyers, folders, magazine ads, uh, newspaper ads. And, and you know, you, you pick your category and you look at how many you're going to, print and it'll tell you, you know, half a page is worth this. And it's kind of the average of what uh, is the industry standard of, uh, of value. And it's really good to have that because uh, it, it kind of tells you not to underestimate your value and you'll get an idea of what uh, the charge is, uh, what, what the charge for certain things. Again, that's called photo, uh, F-O-T-O, photo quote pro seven. And, uh, you know, somebody will say, well, you know, somebody wants to buy an image to put on a uh, point of purchase card on a camera bag. Well, you know, you can go to, you can go to point of purchase case card and 
find out how many they're going to print and it'll tell you what, you know, what the value is and what you should be charging, what mm-hmm. the standard is. So it's something to think about. Photo Quote Pro 7 piece of software. Yeah, I think it's great about, tip. I think it's about $150 if I remember right. Yeah, great tip. So, you know, we need to, you know, incorporate, um, get your federal tax, get your insurance, um, you know, and then other things, too. It depends on the quality of product you want to give. I know, Jack, you've got CPR and wilderness certifications as a kind of a service to your clients and just being a a reputable leader. It's not a service. It's required. To work on government land. To get a commercial use authorization. From the national, uh, federal lands and state lands, you have to have that certification, and it, you have to. I think uh, I think you can do it at, at two-year uh, increments, but the, they require a new a new certificate every year, um, and it's a pain in the neck. It takes time to do that. You just got to deal with it, but it's uh, unfortunately one of the things that they require. Um, uh, you can do your LLC online in about 10 minutes. Yep. It's very easy. To, yep, very and, easy. That protects you and your family, I guess, from lawsuits and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, But the, the, the EIN number insurance is mandatory. And John's 100% right. Keep track of everything and watch every penny. Um, you know, it, it's really funny when you kind of when you don't have your own business you know i, I think <laughs> i I, don't know, I watch my pennies a lot more now than i did uh, way before i oh for sure this, yeah. yeah for sure you know i was uh I, I loved amazon one click just go boom 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 be buying stuff left and right no not no. anymore careful yep always yeah. got to do that i think the other big thing that that people may underestimate is the time needed to for marketing. I mean, marketing's huge. Yeah, it is. In terms of time and commitment and dedication that you need to do to keep your social media feeds up, to keep networking with everybody in the industry, it's to visibility. keep <clears throat> visibility. Yeah, visibility. Be visible to the industry, and that. Uh, that enables your potential customers to vet you on what you know, because again, just taking pretty photographs isn't isn't going to be. Um, I mean, that's part of it, but it's it's uh, you have to do some writing, you know, and that kind of lets people know. Well, this guy knows who's talking about. Maybe I'll do something with him or what have you. Yeah, and that and that takes time, and it never stops. Even when you're out traveling, oh, you yeah. have to keep up with your uh, with your marketing efforts. Yeah, and and, and remember when you're traveling, uh, you're putting wear and tear on your equipment. You're going to have to replace your vehicle eventually. You have to buy fuel. And, you know, um, you really almost have to have, maybe you don't have to have the most current uh, camera gear, but you better have something fairly current Mm -hmm. so that you'll be able to answer questions 
for your clients. If you're if you're in the workshop business, of course, if you're selling prints, you just need something good to make a good photograph and a, and a good print. Um, or 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 the stock business, which is kind of over by now, but it's a, and, that, that's another topic for another podcast. But that's that you kind of just touched on another point, Jack, about answering questions. And you know, if you're a Canon shooter or a Nikon shooter or a Fuji shooter, you better be able to answer questions about almost every camera system, or at least get help the client get close to figuring it out for themselves. You may not know the exact menus or the exact buttons, but you can walk them through to answer a question for themselves. So you need to be fairly fluent in different systems, different softwares. Um, you need to read a lot, know what's, know what's around. Yep. yep. You know, and that all takes time. It takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It, it, it's amazing, but it takes time. Uh, one major thing for me is, uh, and, 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 you know, I, I, I can write okay, um, but, you know, my spelling is atrocious. Yes. Yes. So I figured out what, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And, you know, now I have, uh, when I'm putting something up on the Internet or um, an ebook or something like that. I, I have it, I have that edited by somebody. Rachel does that for me. And, and uh, you know, you figure out what you're good at, what you're not good at, and you may need to, you know, have a part-time person to do that kind of stuff for you. You also need um, to update your website. If, you, if, you, if you're good at that and you know how to do that, great. If you don't, you better have it done by somebody who does, because that's that's your business card. That's what mm -hmm. people see. And and if it's shoddy, if it doesn't look good, uh, doesn't look up to date, and look look like every you know, it, 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 people are going to say, well, this is this isn't a person I want to spend time with. Um, you know, you've got to understand SEO, which is search engine optimization. And every month, Google changes how they how you're found. And if you're on page eight, you're in big trouble. And there's ways of getting on page one. There's ways to do that. And if you don't know how to do it, you better find somebody who does. Are you all figuring out this isn't? <laughs> it isn't just getting a business card at a at a website at a at a at a, at a good camera. It's a whole lot more involved. Yeah, I think, you know, if you were to look at the amount of effort spent taking images versus the amount of effort spent in the business, it, it would be an interesting percentage. Oh, it's much, you're, you're spending more time in your mobile, so no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, how about this? You have your own business. You have health insurance. More money. More money. And how much does that cost a month? Yeah. Yeah, that's spendy. Married. Is your significant other going to put up with your schedule? Um, the, the back half of this year, I did the math when I did this article. 
from August on, I'm going to be gone 103 nights. And by the end of June, I'm going to be gone a, a total of 101 nights. That's 205 nights this year. That's a lot. And I'm lucky because, you know, my wife gets it and, you know, she's working, she's busy, and she understands it. And she's happy you're not at the house. Damn right. Yeah. That's how you stay married. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I can list uh, a lot of big-name photographers who have uh, had marital and, and relationship problems because they've been gone. It's not easy. And there's a cost to that, too. <laughs> yeah, there is. You know? Um, you know, so it, it, all in all, again, the the things you need, I think we talked about, uh, some of the pitfalls. Uh, I, I can tell you that you better be organized. Um, uh, and, and, and learn how to operate your software and spreadsheets and keep track of things and what works and what doesn't work and what have you. Well, uh, you know, and I, I, I think though we haven't talked about one, one piece that I think is the final kind of brings everything that we've talked about together and that's developing a business plan. Absolutely. You know, you know, you figure out what you want to do and then plan out how you're going to get there. You know, this is what I want to achieve in the first 30 days, 60, 90, six months, nine months, a year, two years, five years, and set out that plan. And you may need to work with some business advisors to to develop that if you've never done one. But get that roadmap in place, and that's what's going to help you achieve success at the end. Well, you know, actually, it's a funny thing. John Shaw, long, long time ago, uh, kind of taught me this. He, he, he said you need to determine what, you know, what you need to make a living to cover your expenses, at least cover your expenses, and then divide that by, you know, 30 days, 30, because it's roughly 30 days per month. Um, and... Then I'll tell you what you need to produce a day to just break even. Uh, it's a scary thing, but, you know, uh, it, it may cause a lot of people to sit up and go, well, this is too tough. I don't, I, I don't think I could do that. But often it takes a couple, uh, uh, you know, a couple attempts <laughs> to succeed. But, you know, a business plan is very, very important, and mm -hmm. it'll 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 tell you a lot of things. But what it's going to do, it's going to really tell you um, what the f blueprint is that you're attempting to do, and you can change that. You know, business plans are are a living living thing. They yeah. don't, you know, you need to change it and adapt. Um, you know, and I, I think you always have to have to be on the lookout for other opportunities than whatever you're doing. So as a workshop leader, I'm always looking at other opportunities. Can I sell uh, some prints somewhere? Can I, uh, you know, get my image uh, images uh, in some kind of advertising if possible. And there's all sorts of different things you can't, you have to, you can't really almost be a one trick pony anymore. 
if you've got a bad cat. Now, as a as an entrepreneur, because that's really what you are, you're an entrepreneurial artist, you have to look for every opportunity that you can to generate revenue. Right. Yep. Right. And everything everything you do, <clears throat> everything you write, you know, it's reflecting you. And I learned that the hard way. Uh, make sure you do it as as good as you can. And well, I want to know that story, Jack. How? Uh, <laughs> what politically incorrect thing did you put out there? It's nothing politically incorrect. <laughs> it was just, you know, things looking like they were written by me instead of, you know. <laughs> you know, like I say, I, my ideas are fine. I can write fine, but I need an editor. I mean, I do. There's no doubt about it. And I, I figured that out. Um, and then when I had enough uh, income uh, to afford to do that, boy, it, it my business went even even it, it went up. It, it, everything you know uh, it went up, and and now you know between the blogs and social media and 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 everything we do, boy, you know um, if if your marketing isn't in the forefront, um, your your time and Investment is going to be uh, for naught, you know, and 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 you know one of the other things is once you are uh, you've been around a while and, and you're making some money in in this uh, game, um, I'm going to tell you that other people are out for your business. When you're successful, you know um, the, the the they're they're around. And if you if you slacken up on on social media and what have you, they're gonna they're gonna take some of your business away. Uh, uh, you know, just just keep your head on and and know what your customers are looking for and and deliver. That's, I know it sounds easy, but it's a little it's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh- all right. Well, I think we've kind of drained that topic for today. So a lot of work. Just, just one last. Oh, thing. okay. Um, you know, there's a really good chance you're going to fail. We all failed at some point, but you can learn from that. And 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 just because something doesn't work the first time, evaluate why. And and don't don't be a defeatist. Um, maybe maybe just regroup and use what didn't work to your advantage because this is a very very difficult um, uh, profession. Difficult profession. Yeah. And and don't you know it, it's a temporary thing. You, you can you can you can. Uh, Sometimes it's good to get that punch in the stomach, you know, and and, and pick yourself up and, you know, um, wipe wipe everything clean and begin again. But use what you learned, and uh, um, you know, it's a risk. We're 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 at a risk, but I can tell you that if you can make it work, it's really good knowing you're not going to get fired on Friday afternoon. Uh, you're going to determine how hard you work, and it takes a lot of time and and uh, hard work and and devotion to to make 
to make anything work, whether it's photography or anything you're doing. But, you know, being your own boss is it's a great thing once you can get it going. Yeah, and that, I think you touched on it earlier, but that's the one thing that's really resonated with me is that this is a process, and it's not an instant process. It takes time, and you have to follow the process, work the steps, get some experience, get some hard knocks, and through that process, that's where success can come. Yep. 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 Well, you know, I I forget who said it. Um, I don't know. It might have been an entertainer. Um, I I can't remember who said it, but I remember the quote that said it, it always pays to be nice to the people you meet on the way up because they're going to be the same people you meet on the way down. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? So anyhow, uh, I encourage you all to, to, to seek your, see, you know, go for it. I mean, make it happen. But it does take a lot of hard work. Yep. Go it, Go into it with eyes wide open, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. So hope you guys enjoyed this edition of We Talk Photo. If you have any ideas for us or just want to send us a comment, um, we have an email at wetalkphoto at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes, and we hope you guys have a great day. Absolutely, and I'm really happy that uh, uh, we have a Facebook page up now, I think, and uh, we got to do some Twittering. 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 Tweeting. Tweeting. Got to get into this. Okay, folks, it's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you again. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.